Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's deputy editor, digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi, Katie. Oh, hey, Keith. Well, you know, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we have a special all-Lady Gaga edition of the podcast, featuring an interview with the diva herself. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. (laughs) The pop icon hopped on the phone with the pop shop to talk about her upcoming Joanne World Tour, filming A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper, and her return to the intimate Bud Light Dive Bar Tour this month. So stick around for all that. I still can't believe Lady Gaga is on the show. <laughs> believe it. Lady just, Gaga is on our show. This is insanity. <laughs> okay, well, before we get to Lady Gaga, uh, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcast. Well, let's kick off our ra-ra-ooh-la-la show. <laughs> I was so proud of that. With a chat about some of our favorite Gaga moments, music, and memories. Um, Katie, uh, think fast. When you think Lady Gaga, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that she had such an instant pop star entrance. Yeah. Like when she arrived, it was like she arrived at like the Madonna stratosphere, not like she like skipped a bunch of steps and yes. went straight to the top. She arrived as like a fully formed pop star. Exactly. Already. Exactly. Um, and was embraced as such. Yes. Yeah. And when I think of, well, when I think of Lady Gaga, I just think like sort of pop, uh, pop, amazingness pop entertainment just sort of like the zenith of like you know culture fashion art music like weirdness coolness all just smushed into one person yes who also seems like like a cool chick yes you know yeah um which we'll probably hear how cool she is later on indeed um before we get to our chat with gaga we we thought we'd talk about some of our favorite gaga isms or gaga moments gaga things from songs and performances and beyond. Um, I'm bad at, bad at picking, like, one singular favorite thing for anything. Like, if you ask me, like, well, what's your favorite ice cream? I'm like, well, I like vanilla, but strawberry's cool, too. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to be kind of wishy-washy. That's um, fine. But, you know, I'll say that these are, like, favorites. <laughs> so I'm not, like, picking, like, my one, you know, my favorite child out of three. Um, so let's start with our favorite Gaga single. Okay. Uh, not song, but single so something that she released properly to like radio or dance clubs usually with the music video yes like what would be a favorite or two of yours i feel like mine is embarrassing just because it's like uh it's so silly <laughs> well there's no silly answer this is the one that like if it comes on the radio i will wholeheartedly and excitedly wow. sing along I, to the I most guess what it is now if it's well silly? yeah sure um, uh whoa is it like early Gaga? It's just Alejandro. Oh, okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like I I recognize that there are better pop hits of Gaga's, but as far as my personal enjoyment factor, I love Alejandro so much. 
Any particular reason, or just because they have? Oh, a great... just like an amazing chorus. It's fun to sing along to, and like she just keeps bringing up these new names, and it's just I make I I like laugh and love it all at the same time. Um, I I, I don't know where to start. Right. Like, I think <laughs> I think Bad Romance is just a brilliant everything. Yes. It's the the perfect video, the perfect single, just the execute the whole shebang. I feel like amazing. it encapsulates Gaga very well. Too. Yes. Like, it's incredibly accessible, but still weird at the yes. same time. But it, it helped kind of, like, move pop, like, as, like, the art form of, like, pop music on in pop culture. Yes. She was able to, like, at the right time and the right place, execute a song that was immediately embraced, yep. but also still a little bit weird. It's kind of like her. Immediately yeah. embraced, but weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I also, I have to say, and I've said this before on the, sh- before on the show, I love Born This Way. Um, and I love the fact that it was a number one single on the Hot 100, and it was a song with the line, no matter gay, straight, or bi, lesbian, transgendered life, I'm on the right track. Yep. I'm on the right track, baby. Yep. I'm like, how amazing is that? There was that... nothing cryptic about it. No. <laughs> it's it was like, not here a, it is. It was not a veiled reference, <laughs> and you have a number one single where the message is, you are on the right track. No matter what color you are, no matter what your sexuality is, no yep. matter if you're a freak or whatever, you are good. Yep. God loves you. If you believe in a God or, <laughs> you know, G-A-W-D, yes, God, <laughs> whatever it is. So it's just, there's just a lot to love in all yeah. of her singles. So there's two. Um, anyway, I could, I could keep going, but I'll stop. <laughs> what about Lady Gaga's albums, though? Okay, so um, this is a technicality. But maybe the Fame Monster EP. And that was like sort of her sophomore album. I think it kind of counts as her sophomore (laughs) album. And just the Fame was her first. So there's a Fame and the Fame Monster. And then Born This Way would be the third album. I mean, the Fame Monster had Bad Romance. It had Telephone. It had Alejandro. Telephone is so good. Telephone, which she has still never performed live with Beyonce. Yeah, she got me real pumped when she started singing that at Super Bowl. I I said this on the (laughs) show before, but if you didn't hear me say it then, when I was watching it, I'm across the room and she, she's like, do, 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 do. I'm like, <gasps> and yeah. I got up from, and I ran up to the TV. I'm like, is she going to, is she there? Is she be pregnant? And well, it's like, we know she's not going to be there, she, but yet we yeah. had a moment. <laughs> and, and, and also Beyonce, we didn't know she was pregnant yet. And that I don't think. But no, I, was, I think we did. We did, did we? Man, no, it was in February, but I don't know if it was uh, earlier or later. I was later. like, she could show up. She could totally yeah. do this. <laughs> um, so I think the Fame Monster EP, um, it was just like the, the sort of like the, sort of the the perfect moment yeah i mean obviously like her overall canon of work yeah. is very good yes um i think just for me personally um and it, i just love that 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 project and for me i would go with the fame because it was the introduction mm-hmm. and there are so many fun songs on that album there are just really great pure pop songs even the things that weren't hits yeah exactly like it is boys su- boys boys it, it's such a fun <laughs> album to listen to like to this day it's such a fun album to listen to and also like don't sleep on you know say cheek to cheek i'm like uh, lady gaga who, can do who doesn't anything. love tony bennett i mean i, mean, really. I love joanne like that was a great album and and i like this new era of stripped down kind of you know just a piano or just a guitar gaga right. as well the, it's it's the uh, carol king uh, the carol king gaga the carol days. king gaga day <laughs> what if carol king and lady gaga wrote together <laughs> that would be amazing 
Um, okay, so Katie, have you have I I know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask anyways. Have you seen Gaga live before? I have, but it was uh, it was at last year's dive bar tour, which convenient. Um, you know, was only it was about a five song set. You know, it was a very brief. And it was show. All, was it all new stuff? Um, yeah, and it was all new because okay. you know she that was it was right before Joanne came out. So um, it was great. I mean, it was incredible, and it was the smallest room ever. And you were, I think that bar fit maybe three hundred people. I mean, it was stupid. Did you? Didn't you like touch Gaga too? Well, she crowd surfed. I almost got kicked in the face by Gaga. Well, that actually. would have been a story. <laughs> um, uh, How about you? I've I've seen her. I want to. I feel like I. I want to say I saw her twice. I think I've actually only saw her once, which seems ridiculous. But I saw her in Vegas. At the MGM Grand, mm. um, and I, the Scissor Sisters opened. Fun, mm-hmm. um, but man, and this was a, this was right. This was actually right after Born This Way had come out. She was still on the Fame tour, I, I think. I think it was at the table. The Fame Ball. Yeah, it was. It was, it was at the. It was like whatever. The, like I think it might have been the Monster Ball at that oh, point. Okay. I think, but it was like that tour was so long mm-hmm. that it extended until after. Um, uh, Born This Way came out. Mm. I think. Right? Whoa! I think. I mean, that's a lo- that's a long time. That's a lot of touring, but I could totally believe it. Yeah, because pr- that's how much the hunger for her to see her live. Yeah, you know? and I, th- I think I think I'm pretty sure because at the end of the show, that was the, like, that was her last song of the show, and she was like, "You made this number one again," you know, and it was <laughs> like like the like the second or third week, it was number one. Wow. Um, I was just like, "Yes, you're talking about our charts. Yay charts! Yay charts!" <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I mean, I saw her at the MGM Grand in Vegas. It was just such a great show. She had, the crowd was so into it. And just going there, you just felt like every single person in that room was having that same moment with you. Yeah. Where you're just like, we are all in this together. Oh, yeah. Like, we are we are all in this moment and having, like, the the best time ever. I've, I felt that on a much smaller scale <laughs> at the uh, dive bar tour. But, I mean, where she was literally able, and we talked about this in the interview, where she was literally able to, like, make eye contact with every human being in that room, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Did she make eye contact with you? Yeah. Yeah, I was in the front row. I was right there. She couldn't avoid eye contact with me. <laughs> You're like, she couldn't <laughs> if avoid she had it. wanted to. <laughs> um, okay, so what about a favorite TV performance? Now, we've got her amazing um, Academy Awards Sound of Music medley. Mm-hmm. Um, there's her Super Bowl halftime show. Um, when she did Born This Way on the Grammy Awards, like two days after the song premiered. Um, that time she performed Paparazzi on the MTV Awards when she had the fake bleeding. Her David Bowie tribute on the Grammys. I could keep going. There are options for days. I have to say I'm partial, and this I hope this could be your answer as well. I'm partial to that Oscar Sound of Music medley. It's pretty amazing. Because, like, it, it at that moment especially, just, like, introduced her to this whole new audience and introduced just her beautiful vocal performance Mm -hmm. you know my parents probably thought of her as like this weirdo pop pop star and then all of a sudden they just saw her belting out you know these classic songs in just her beautiful god-given voice yeah you know no theatrics i mean theatrics because it's gaga and sound of music but but like nothing like her typical over the top you know performance it was a pretty spectacular performance but no, no, no. There's no. I mean, well, just, I wonder if you had a different favorite, well, or if you were going to say the same. I mean, I really. I mean, it sounds dumb, but I'm like, I really like the Super Bowl performance. I mean, it kind of like. Uh, no, it's that's not dumb at all. But I mean, it's just, 
it's just silly. It's just like kind of like lame sometimes to pick like, oh, that was a really recent thing. Like you aren't really like researching hard enough. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, I kind of felt like when you watch that, it was like whatever it was, like 12 or 13 minutes. She basically did like hit after hit after hit. It reminded people that may have forgotten what a incredibly talented stage performer Gaga was. It reminded them of what she's capable of. And it also reminded of the like pop star entrance that she had, which we hadn't seen that in a in a while. Yeah. Like oh you mean like falling out of the ceiling? Yeah, I mean everything, but right. I mean like her um you know, her pop star side kind of took a back seat to the Tony Bennett and the Sound of Music and, and the American Horror Story acting and thing Joanne. and Joanne. Yeah. And like, you know, she comes out and does hit after hit after hit in in and reminding people of, you know as Lady Gaga the pop star with all this huge hit catalog at the same time though she had the the let's stop a moment piano moment mm-hmm. with a million reasons and she said hi to her mom and dad in the audience mm-hmm. she connected with people and it's I'm like how do you connect with a hundred zillion people inside the Super Bowl well she somehow was able to do that and then she caught a football and she caught a football <laughs> and and she sang and she sang Born This Way on a Super Bowl halftime show and actually said that line, which I said earlier. I'm mm-hmm. like, you, and you sang God Bless America at the beginning of it? She sang This Land is Your Land. Well, I thought it was like a little sort of medley. It of, could have like, been, but America, there's definitely a part of This Land is Your Land as well, which was the one and only sort of like, you know, maybe pseudo-political, pseudo-political. statement she made. I think it was just a patriotic statement. Yeah, totally. In this time, it's just like, you know, God bless America. And this land is your land. This mm-hmm. land is my land. Mm-hmm. You got an American flag behind me. <laughs> it's like, rah, rah. Um, well, now that we've go over, gone over some of our favorites, let's run the Billboard chart numbers and do the chart chat. Because it's an all Gaga chart chat segment of the show. Um, I just thought I'd rattle off some amazing Gaga statistics. And why not? Why not? Um, Well, she made her Billboard chart debut a little more than nine years ago when Just Dance arrived on the Dance Club Songs chart dated May 3rd, 2008. The song would eventually peak at number two, not number one, sadly, and would be the first of 21 hits on the chart for Gaga. That's all. She did fine. (laughs) Um, In total, she's had 18 hits on the Pop Songs Airplay chart, seven of which hit number one. She's earned 26 hits on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, including three number ones. She's had four number one albums on the Billboard 200, including her last four releases, Joanne, Cheek to Cheek with Tony Bennett, Art Pop, and Born This Way. And get this, she's notched 14 number ones on the Dance Club Songs chart, including all six singles from the Born This Way album. Damn. She's kind of (laughs) popular. And now, after all this Gaga build-up, a little build-up, let's get to our interview with the Mother Monster herself. The pop star will return to the bad, the the bad light, the bad light. I think tour. I'm still thinking bad romance <laughs> to the Bud Light dive bar tour this month in Las Vegas. So we talked all about what to expect from the intimate show this time around, and about the two mystery artists who will take the dive bar tour baton from her. Hmm. Plus, we chatted about where she's at in her preparations for the Joanne World Tour, which kicks off August 1st in Canada, and how she feels about performing at the Manchester Arena this fall after the tragic bombing at Ariana Grande's show last month. Mm. In addition to all that, we also talk about her remake of A Star is Born with co-star slash director Bradley Cooper, and whether we'll hear some familiar songs on the soundtrack. Mm. So here's our interview with the one, the only, Lady Gaga. (laughs) 
to Lady Gaga, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Well, we are chatting today because you're picking up where you left off last year with the Bud Light Dive Bar Tour, but this time around you're heading to Las Vegas. So why did you want to get back out on the Dive Bar Tour, and, and why Vegas? I just love playing in bars, and I gotta tell you, all the time I think about how I started out in my career, and I was just playing in bars downtown in New York, and you miss that, you know? It's a very wonderful, intimate connection that you get to make with the audience, and it's all about, you know, uh, friendship and love and uh, bonding. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I actually got to go to the um, Silver Lake one last year, and, I mean, you seriously were able to connect with everybody in that room. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was an amazing time. I loved performing there. And, you know, it's just one of those things I always tell people, you got to play a dive bar like an arena, and you play an arena like a dive bar. And what are some of your favorite moments from last year's uh, dive bar tour stops? You know, i got to say, when we went to New York and we played at the Bitter End, it was a very special night for a couple of reasons. The first being that I got to sing Regio Girls from my record, Joanne, to my friend Sonia, who recently passed of cancer. And I will always cherish that moment. Uh, And I know, you know, she's looking down and cherishing it, too. You know, she wanted to be on the live stream because she wants wanted people to know that you can still be strong and have stage four cancer and it was pretty special and then uh, after me and uh, mark ronson uh, went up on the the top of the roof and we sang angel down uh, to a giant crowd of people in the streets and the song is really about the world and about how it's important to be loving during a tumultuous time and caring about, you know, the angel that's down and picking them up. And, uh, you know, it was really special. Everybody was singing in the street. It was it was awesome. You know, all the songs on Joanne have been really personal to you and obviously are really emotional. Um, you know, how will this year's Dive Bar show be different now that fans have had eight months with the Joanne album instead of it just being the first time they hear some of these songs like it was last year? Right. Well, you know, the Dive Bar shows last year, I, they were informed by the fact that the fans hadn't heard a lot of the material yet, so I approached them more like a sort of pseudo, pseudo-electro-pop uh, uh, underground moment, uh, as opposed to just, you know, me at the piano. But this time around for the Dive Bar tour, I intend for it to be even more intimate than it was the last time. Uh, I really want to break the songs down and talk to the audience even more and just, you know, sing the hell out of my songs. Absolutely. And, um, you know, this dive bar tour is a little different this time around since you're, you're also passing the torch to two new artists who will have their own stops. I know those artists are under wraps for now, but can you kind of tease what fans might be able to expect from the, the other dive bar shows down the line? Well, I feel like it's really exciting that this is happening because this dive bar Bud Light concept was something that we invented together, and I feel so excited that it's living on. And what I will tell you about these future artists that are playing is that it's a very diverse group, and 
so, you know, everything that you're seeing at these dive bars are not going to be the same. Not the same types of artists. Or, or, or it's not connected in any way. It's all about just, like, celebrating diversity. Great. And after, uh, after your Vegas concert in July, you'll be kicking off your Joanne World Tour on August 1st in Canada. Um, where are you now in the preparations for that tour? Well, the stage has been designed and is being built, and we have uh, been building the story of the show uh, since the Super Bowl. And we are beginning uh, to sort of delineate, you know, where we want choreography, what songs I'd like to play at the piano, and uh, lighting is a, a big thing this year. The stage is very different from anything we've ever done before, and I'm really in love with it, so I'm very excited about the show. And, you know, you mentioned playing a dive bar like an arena and playing an arena like a dive bar. What are some of the major differences between getting in a tiny room of 250 at a bar in Silver Lake or getting in front of a crowd of 40,000 at some of the baseball parks that you have lined up for the uh, Joanne Tour? Well, you know, when you're playing in a baseball stadium, it's it's possible to see some fans in the front, but it's not possible to see as many up close and personal Uh and at the dive bar, you can, you know, depending on the configuration, you can really see everyone. So I think, you know, the intention is to, when I'm in the arena, to really kind of slow it down sometimes and uh, really connect with each person in the most intimate way that I can, like it would be in a dive bar. And then when I'm playing in a dive bar, the idea is to be intimate at times, but then to be explosive and big as well to give people the feeling of what it would be like to see me in a bigger venue. Definitely. And um, speaking of a bigger venue, uh, you headlined Coachella in April, and you debuted your new song, The Cure, there. Do you have any plans to maybe bring out some new music on the world tour? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be really fun, and I'm really excited. And how did um, Coachella or the Super Bowl halftime kind of inform your preparation for the for the world tour well you know we never like to do the same thing twice uh but we do obviously love to represent the choreography that me and my dancers who i've been with for 10 years all of them uh, have been doing for a long time so we like to you know bring back certain moments but we're creating something completely new it, it will grow out of what you saw at the Super Bowl and Coachella, but, you know, we always like to keep it fresh. And uh, you've been crazy busy over the past few months between Coachella and filming the A Star is Born remake with Bradley Cooper. Um, has has getting into the shoes of your character Allie for the movie been inspiring to you as an, as an artist and a performer? 100%. I'm so completely blown away by Bradley's talent. And I'm so excited to be working with him every day. We just wrapped for the film, and I, you know, have had a couple days to be off set and um, come out of being Allie. And I have to say, I don't know that I realized how much it affected me becoming her and the movie until it was over. It's been very powerful. It brought me back to another time in my life. It also... uh, brought me to a different place because there are some things about her and I that are different 
and uh, I'm back. I'm back now to being, you know, me and focusing on music, uh, which is not something I had to. I had to focus on Allie and her music right. for the past couple of months. It's a different thing, but so proud of all that work and really just so honored to be a part of it. The whole team uh, on A Star Is Born was just magnificent. And speaking of that music, there was a lot of iconic music in the 1976 film, including the number one hit, Evergreen. Is the music in, in your version all original, or will there be some familiar songs, maybe? It's um, it's all original. With uh, I think I believe there's one, there may be one or two uh, songs that are, you know, covers, but they're not from the original film. Okay. Um, but I, I don't want to say a lot about the film because I, I really love to save the juice of it for everyone to see. It's very special, and uh, it, we, we worked really hard on it all together. Absolutely, and and one of the things that um, that you did get to do for the film was filming concert scenes with big crowds of extras. You know how how was filming concert scenes versus actually doing an actual concert? Well, it's completely different. I'm sure. But the idea is to recreate the alchemy of those moments. So we did. It was fun to make it happen, if that makes any sense. Like to, to go out there not as myself with Bradley and just create what is a performance moment. And it was so much fun, I have to tell you. That's great. And and um, uh, on a serious note, one of the stops on your tour um, coming up will be at uh, the Manchester Arena, which will reopen in September just before your October concert. Um, what will playing that arena mean for you after after the tragedy that took place at Ariana's concert? It will mean uh, a lot to me. I'm excited to share that moment with my fans as I am in you know every place that we go. And I think it's important, you know, in every city that I stop in that we honor that tragedy and uh, be there for one another and remember that life is, is precious and we have to be kind and stick together. Absolutely. Um, and, and finally, the Joanne album was such a personal one for you. What does it mean to finally be able to get out there and bring these songs to your fans across the world? It feels really great. I mean, I absolutely put, uh, you know, a lot of my soul into that record and into the sounds, into the words, into the way I was singing. And I'm looking forward to integrating that with my other songs uh, to contextualize it in a way. For the fans, I hope they are able to celebrate with me what... Joanne is a woman looking out, putting a hat on, and saying to herself, I'm about to go somewhere because I'm getting out of here. And I don't know where I'm going, but I'm, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm not sure what will happen or if I'll even like it, but I don't care because I can't stay here. And I think more than anything, I just want my fans to feel a message of... Uh, liberation that they can at any point in time change where they are in their life and move forward amazing uh gaga thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and we'll see you out on the road thank you i can't wait 
you so much to Lady Gaga for chatting with me. It was truly an honor to speak with current pop royalty. And uh, all her answers answers could not have been more thoughtful and, you know, lovely. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. 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 Ra, ra, ra. Ooh, la, la. Uh, Insanity. Yes. Well, we're done. We're just going to retire the show. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a good run. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. This has been great. Um, well, um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what, par- what, what, what parting words do you have to say about Lady Gaga? Oh, man. Well, was, was it everything that you would hoped it would be? Oh, yeah. She was amazing. And, I mean, our listeners just heard that. She's she's so good. You, uh, listeners should know uh, when Katie found, like, she when Katie was making this happen, this interview happen, she did not tell me that it was, like, happening until she knew for certain it was yeah, actually I didn't, going to happen. I didn't think it was real. <laughs> and then she told me, and I'm just like, what? She's like, I didn't want to tell you until I knew it was going to actually happen because I didn't want you to get too excited. Uh, it's like, it's ridiculous. What song do we possibly go out on? We've talked that about we, so many. That we haven't already played. Actually, I know a good one. Uh, okay, that we haven't talked about? Sure. Yes, we have not spoken about this yet. I love the Edge of Glory. I'm on the edge. It's like an 80s rock like power ballad. I love that song so much. Okay, cool. Let's do that. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.